Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I, I don't mean to pull the curtain back on how stupid I am, but how do you make pickles? Cucumbers, you, uh, vinegar, pickles whatever. Yeah, salt. and, then, and <laughs> You have to, like, heat them up or something. You, is that what you do? You heat I don't them know. Up? You I don't jar know the them. Dave and Mahoney. They're just teeny little cucumbers? Where, no, do, where do you get the teeny cucumbers? Guys, no, they're baby cucumbers. They're aborted cucumbers. No. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. I uh, got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. Uh, Americans are more afraid of running out of money than of dying. Facts. So a new survey finds that 61% of us are more afraid of running out of money in our old age than we are of dying itself. So the yeah. findings emerged from a survey of 1,000 middle-class Americans age 25 or over. And they said, um, look, what are you most afraid of? And 56% of those said that they are now considered themselves to be in regular financial crisis. Um, and so they're trying to figure out how to plan for retirement. And 46% say their retirement <laughs> planning has been retirement. derailed by the most recent crisis uh, since March of 2020. But, I mean, Audrey, you, you laugh at that. Audibly uh, and understandably so, right? Because you're 31 There's, years old. I'm and- 31 years old, and it's really funny just looking at people who are in the workforce that are my age. As a millennial, it, it's it's a scale, right? There's like a 26 year old millennial all the way to a 40 year old millennial, and everybody who you know who's probably within their 30s have been jumping from job to job to job to job, attempting to try and get any type of pay over entry level. And like even like say you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, depending on where you're at, that still doesn't really make you like have the ability to save for retirement because you're still like trying to own a home. Like you're still trying oh, to yeah. save, like do the entry level things of being an adult. Well, so and that's it's just gotten a lot different. so much harder since 2020 it's as just well, a lot different. buying a house and everything else. I mean, Mahoney, you and I have friends that were retired at 50 after putting in 25 years with right. the police force. And you're like, hold on, you're 50 and you're retired after 25 years and you get this pension and everything mm-hmm. else. And then meanwhile, we're like, wait a minute. We're, We're going to be 50 here shortly. Not, not that long from now. And it's yeah, like, oh. and, you know, in under a decade, you and I will be uh, be over 50. Uh, you know, and I, I see why the study uh, says that. Because, you know, dying, you can't help it. Happens to everybody. Yep. But here's the thing. you We've all grown up. You you know, all of us grew up in a, you know, you, none of us grew up rich. Right. By any stretch of the imaginations. And there's nothing worse than getting the uh, habits that we've accumulated since then and then uh, retire, you know, then trying to retire poor, yeah. you know, or, or without money. Like if you lose everything like that is like losing everything to me is almost it is scarier than death because at least with death, it's final. And I don't have payments that are due anymore. <laughs> I mean, there there is something to be said about, uh, you know, not being able to, like, care for the ones that you love for. And a lot of times, I mean, so many of these stories are no fault of the people's own. I mean, sure, we hear the stories about people gambling all their money away or whatever, but then there's also, like, medical a bills. medical bill or something comes up and you just go broke because of it. So uh, if, you're, if you're feeling that sort of pressure, just know you are certainly not alone. Uh, and some good news today as well. Maybe it all has to do with attitude, you guys. A positive attitude will help you live longer. And I believe this. Like, I was, I was trying to coach up my... A seven-year-old daughter the other day who was having a meltdown because her sister took her bluey stuffy. Uh, And I was like, listen, you know, she was told to clean up the toys and she was not having it. I was like, you can literally do the hardest things in life if you just have a good attitude about it. Yeah. She disagreed with me in the moment. But uh, it's true. I mean, like, if you think about some of the people that I know, at least, um, you know, having a positive attitude really does change things. Absolutely. Uh, I still do think that spite and anger uh, make you live longer, though, because the oldest and angriest the, the oldest people I know are also the angriest. Yeah, look at everybody recently divorced. They are so hot. <laughs> That's an excellent point. You know what I mean? Like yeah. positive schmozative. Like, why'd you join angry. a gym? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just get a little anger behind uh-huh. there. You, you can do wonders. Why are you watching what you're eating? <laughs> uh-huh. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, I think that you were the one that turned me on to that Dope Sick show on Hulu. It was the one about the whole Sackler family and everything they did to uh, fast track the opioid crisis. Really sweet of them. Uh, but Michael Keaton did a great job Fantastic. in that show. Uh, but you were the first one to go, hey, I just watched this on Hulu and it's really well done. And I feel like that's kind of what America needs in this day and age where we know that there, there's a story that exists. But if you could just like 
dramatize it for us and like put a famous actor in there who's going to do a really good job to help make the story a little more interesting. Well, yeah. Kind of like deliver it to us in a neatly packaged series. Then we'll understand why we should be outraged. Well, everybody knows about the opioid crisis, right? Like everybody knows somebody who's gotten addicted to pills. I mean, quite literally, it has affected somebody in some way, shape or form. I did not know the name behind the opioid crisis. I did not know that, you know, it didn't just affect Appalachia because, you know, for half of more than half of my life, I literally only lived in that area. And um, I did not know that it started as early as it did, like in the 90s. I thought that it happened like smack dab in the middle of the 2000s. Well, and I mean, obviously it got to a breaking point then where everyone was talking about it. But then when you start to realize that there's this this family Mm -hmm. that was really very, very responsible for they are so much the of the devastation that happened. I mean, there's also personal responsibility, obviously, with the doctors and everything else. Pill muling. Yes, yes. All that stuff. But that there's a single family that did not care at all. In fact, was pushing doctors to get people hooked, lying about how addictive the medicine was, all of these kind of crazy things, bribing people, paying people off. The FDA. And none of them are going to jail. None. And they've actually, they've been like totally removed from the from any liability. So the reason why it's back in the news this week is because there's another ruling by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit in New York and to protect the Sackler family from all current and future legal claims by private citizens in exchange for basically paying off the government. This is a monumental win for the Sackler family that they do not deserve. And, you know, it just makes me sick again because it is just so obvious who to point the finger to. And yeah, Dave, you say personal accountability, which I agree with. But whenever you realize that they knowingly were going after people to sales team and pharmaceutical reps to up the dose... Oh, you you know, like continually like making Not it to where they're going to There's get no addicted. No way anyone's going to get addicted to yeah. this. Keep enjoying all the fun. Uh huh. Yeah, and it's like they're the ones. Whenever you see the smiley faces inside of the hospitals, what's your pain tolerance, pain scale, whatever that is, they're the ones who design that. Their pharmaceutical companies are the ones that design that. And to know that they are the finger you can point at and say that you are the cause of oxycontin in America, and you're never going to get in trouble. Not a ever. single person in the entire family. Because Insane. It just shows like there is no punishment for the Uber rich. For the wealthy. You, you just pay the fine. It's like, you know, we think about, oh, I better not speed down this road because I might get a ticket. If you're Uber wealthy, it doesn't matter to you. Now imagine instead of just speeding down the road, you're destroying hundreds of thousands of Americans' lives and you just walk. That's insane to me. This also is going to allow them to continue their restructuring under Chapter 11 bankruptcy after four years in court. So not only does the Sackler family not go to jail, they're able to restructure their company and continue to do business. Unreal, man. It's really just, it's just sad. I could could talk about this forever. It's just, it's the saddest thing. Yeah, so the company is going to be rebranded as Kona Pharma, so K-N-O-A. I was just going to say, you almost need to kind of pay attention because if they're filing for bankruptcy, then that means that they're going to probably change face, change names, and try and develop something different, which is how they got Oxycontin to begin with. K-N-O-A. So research. Noah Pharmacy is the uh, the one that you need to be on the lookout for because, uh, yeah, they're trying to rebrand and trick us once again. <sighs> Screw you guys. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Which movie, based on a true story, should be remade? Personally, I think they did Seabiscuit wrong the first time around, so let's give it another go. Message free willy. willy, free willy, free willy, free willy. Because yeah, 100% yeah, a hundred percent, orca story? jumped over a uh, a barrier of rocks uh-huh. and made its way into the uh, Pacific Ocean. You know, any literally any football story where Denzel Washington is the head coach, I am here for. Yeah. Remember the Titans or something? Yes, he said we are Marshall. Any anything with Denzel Washington, they should as head coach. They should just make him a real head coach. They should. Like, I mean, whatever team just sucks. You know, whoever has, like, the worst record in the NFL in 2023. Instead of getting the first draft pick, you get Denzel. What about, like, a new Sandlot movie? They, they've done, like, four of those. Have they, they really? Have? Oh, and they're, they're, no. they're, they're disgusting guys. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah, they're How so bad. How did I not know that? Was it because they're so bad. Was it the original cast? No. No. Oh. No, no, no. Oh. No. I mean, uh, I knew they did the uh, 
Bad News Bears repeat. And that was horrible as well. I mean, I could go for like the original cast in Sandlot, like out there just as like 40-year-olds playing beer softball. Well, they're all, here's the thing. You don't want to look into what they're doing now. They got views. They don't align with yours. Oh, really? <laughs> a lot of them. Are, the only one who's cool is the great Hambino. All he does is dance on TikTok and I Instagram. Love him. All right. He does. Which, I mean, granted, he was probably the best one to begin with, but everybody else, meh, he's like, oh boy. Don't ask Please Squints what his, uh, his views are. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you guys have a crappy meal that is always a really good go to when you're hungry? I'm all about microwavable mac and cheese meals. I have about probably 10 a week. Message deleted. 10 a week? That's That's like every meal. That's that's lunch and dinner every day during the week. That's wild. Um, I mean, I I eat like a toddler because I have toddlers. Sure. Like, they'll be sitting there and they'll want goldfish. I'm like, Leon sounds pretty good. I'm going to have some That's your favorite trash meal? I I love goldfish, yeah. My favorite favorite trash meal is just a hot dog, man. Like A A hot dog? Dude, where are you getting a hot dog? Oh, Costco. Oh, Ballpark. Okay, so you're going Microwave? You're not actually just... Cooking hot dogs at home? No, you're 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 going out and buying. I'm out. Pre-made hot dogs. My favorite though, whenever I do cook uh, hot dogs in the microwave, is whenever they get that little split in the middle. I'm like, yeah. you like that? Yeah, because it's a perfect perfect vessel for my ketchup. You ketchup. It's like a, I'll, I'll it's like a, it's a, it's a ketchup channel. <laughs> yes, it's a canal. A ketchup my, canal. It is. Yeah. For my chup. You ever call it chup? Ever called ketchup chup See, before? I will fight you if you say that again. <laughs> yeah, I will fight you to we're, the death. We're, we're I love shortening words. Don't you shorten words? I'm gonna start calling ketchup chup. Unnecessary abbreviation. Stop it! Oh my like, god! I will reservation. Fight you. <laughs> we were just now accepting as resi. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> hang on. What you, if you call if you call ketchup chup? What do you call mustard? Oh, can get all turd. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, do you know anyone in this world that is more of a homebody than Mahoney? Mm, no, because Mahoney really does exist and thrive in his homebodiness. He really enjoys that time. I know that some people probably do that but don't enjoy it like he does. Yeah, no, I hate it. Like, if I'm at the house by myself, I just want to go, go, go. I want to go out and just, you know, I'll, I'll go to a, a restaurant by myself and just sit at the bar and watch the game. I just don't like sitting by myself. But you thrive in that environment. All of my favorite things are at home. Yeah. Like, you know, you, I try to make my house or wherever I'm living to be the most comfortable thing. All my stuff is there. Why would I want to be anywhere else when all my stuff is right here? So you having to travel a lot is not exactly great for you. Um, and you make some decisions that are just interesting. Like you were traveling over the this past weekend, yep. and you were at the airport, and you decided to treat yourself to some what? So last week, if you were listening to the show, like the last show I was on, you know, I had, man, my allergies were just getting after me real hard. Like my eyes were watering, my nose was watering. And that, I don't know if that like led to a sinus infection, but I ended up getting like pretty sick mm-hmm. which just sucks because when you're at home and you're sick it's one thing but when you're traveling and you're sick it's another and so i'm out of town for like four days and i'm sick and i'm finally coming back home yesterday and i'm sitting at the bar and it's like a at the airport? like a brew pub bar ish at yeah. the airport yeah. they serve food which is it's one of those places that like tries to be cool at the airport but you're still like in an airport bar so yeah. you're not that cool. And I know the family that owns that particular brewery okay. in St. Louis. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't really like them, but it's the best and only option I have That's at the St. Louis airport. Yeah. And so I sit down and, you know, I'm just like, oh, man, my stomach's been kind of iffy. You know, for the last couple of days, my throat's been hurting. I took a COVID test. Thankfully, didn't have a COVID, didn't have COVID. And they have on special, Dave, beer cheese soup. Beer cheese soup. That sounds pretty good. I mean, beer cheese soup combines two of the things that I love the most in this world. Beer and cheese. Beer and cheese. And also makes it into a third thing, soup. It's the trifecta. It's the holy trinity of dishes you can eat. So I'm sitting here watching baseball, waiting for a flight. Eating the hell out of this beer cheese soup. And you got like a bowl of it? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Apparently, which I did not know this when I ordered it, you get free refills on your soup. Free refills on your soup like it's a soda at the movies? Damn straight. I don't know if they were just trying to get rid of this beer cheese soup, if this was an official policy, but the bartender who was taking care of me is like, you know, we got refills. I ate 
four bowls. What in the world, Mahoney? A beer cheese soup. What is wrong with you? That's, Probably that's 800 oyster crackers. Oh, God. Because I got to, you know me, like, especially like when I'm traveling out of state, I get to the airport real early. So I had, you know, I had plenty of time Mm. to kill before all this. Does soup make you pee? No, no. I feel like chicken noodle soup would. Because it's a broth. But a beer cheese soup, that's thick. Like that's not not running through me. Hang on a second. It's a great question. Does soup make you you pee? Because you swallow it like it'd be a drink. No, really. (laughs) Does soup make you pee? Because a broth, you're right. A broth, I feel like would like a like a uh, like a vegetable soup or a clam chowder. Soup. No, yeah, clam chowder. No, I, I can get behind that. But does regular brothy soup make you pee? I feel like it I'm would. fascinated by. It. I've never thought about that. Thank you. Because there's am people here who drink soup out of a cup, yeah, like it sure. is a tea. Yeah, that so could make you pee. Yeah. Um, these are the hard hitting questions that we ask. Um, so <laughs> it's important. So eight hundred oyster crackers. <laughs> It's a chicken for the egg kind of question. Yeah. 800 oyster crackers, uh-huh. four bowls of soup, a couple beers. And, you know, I got a like a three and a half hour flight. I was in so much pain. I thought I wasn't going to be able to make my flight. You were probably constipated, dude. You were having beer cheese soup. Are you the, four tubs full? Are you the first person to ever OD on soup? Possibly. That is unbelievable. I'm just glad that I made it through. I will say I am feeling better today. Are you? I am. Yeah. I think it, I think that's I think it's, it's you know it's a beer cheese soup for the soul. Did you get like resurrected? <laughs> or the beer like beer cheeses. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So don't you hate it when you're sitting down for a nice family dinner and you're just sitting there enjoying your meatloaf and next thing you know there's a frantic knock at the door and it's a man just in his underwear claiming to be a ghost? Do not happened. interrupt my meatloaf. So a Fort Myers family was uh, unexpected uh, when all of a sudden they got a knock at the door while they were enjoying their meatloaf dinner. I mean, you, I mean, seriously, meatloaf, maybe one of the most underrated American meals of the last two decades. I feel like it got a real bad rap, and then we forgot about how damn good meatloaf could be. It's the same thing with, like, Brussels sprouts. Everybody talks trash about Brussels sprouts. Yeah, if you boil them, if you, if you, if you do it wrong, but meatloaf done right, oh... Yeah, could be one of America's favorite pastimes. I just let him go. Are you just let him go? Meatloaf can be good. Yes, thank you. And so can Brussels sprouts. Got it. Uh, So they were surprised because there was a dude standing there in what was only a bathing suit slash underwear, and he started saying that he was a ghost and they shouldn't be able to see him. So tell me. Oh no, I don't like this description of bathing suit slash underwear. I mean, because was it like a legitimate speedo? Mm, Because that is not slash underwear. That is a speedo, my friend. And just because it may be a little too skimpy. For your taste does not take away from its, uh, you know, uh, athletic purpose. Maybe he was so in a thong. Mahoney is into banana hammocks and meatloaf. Okay. Uh, so this this man, and this is the part that gets me, um, he claimed his name was Kevin. That's all he told him. My name is Kevin. I'm a ghost. You shouldn't be able to see me. <laughs> he, then, he then ran outside. There was a crew cutting down a tree that evening. Did he climb that tree? He hopped into one of their trucks and locked himself inside of it. It took some coaxing by the tree trimmers. They were able to get him out of the truck. Uh, still wearing nothing but his bathing suit slash underwear. Uh, police are currently on the lookout for Kevin. Oh, he got Kevin, away. Kevin got away. Maybe he is a ghost. Just vanished finally. He figured out his disappearing skills. So, uh, thankfully, and I'm going to preface this by saying thank God the kids are okay here, but we have a, a strong candidate for mom of the year. A 24-year-old by the name of Alicia Moore left her kids unattended in a vehicle when she went into a Dillard's at a mall in Orlando and when she came out of the store, the entire car was engulfed in flames. Oh! And the reason why she had left her kids in the car is because she wanted to go into the Dillard's and spend an hour shoplifting. Oh, my gosh. So she runs out of the store with a whole bunch of stolen items and then realize her car is, I mean, like, 
on Wait, fire. Don't steal from the Dillards. Okay, so where were the kids? The kids were in the car, but thankfully when whatever happened that caused this car to go up in flames, people saw something was going on and went over there and rescued the Do kids. Do we know how old these kids were? She's 24, so they got to be pretty oh, young. If wow. you are stealing yeah. from Dillard's, you've got matches. You're a matches type of person, and those kids... <laughs> That Those kids, just, wow. You know what I mean? They were they were playing with them inside, and they set that car on fire themselves. There's no way. Do you think it's a like an actual like match box, or it's the match book? It's a book. It's, a it's book. from the strip club that mom probably works at. Uh, you're probably right. <laughs> you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Guys, I'm excited to introduce you to the douchebag TikToker of the day. Uh, who's that, Dave? Well, so we we see a lot of people that do this sort of thing, right, where they decide that other people are their content, and so they're going to start doing videos, and a lot of them have to do with Shock Factor. And, I mean, this isn't just TikTok, right? I mean, this is Instagram. This goes back to YouTube. I mean, we've talked about how we used to have a strong disdain, and I think for very good reason for the Paul brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they managed to turn it around, actually turn it into, like, Fairly decent dudes and, like, kind of grown up a little bit. Anytime somebody you don't like gets into a sport where people are uh, attacking them, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 We get to see you get knocked out. Cool. Or, yeah. you know, put on fake boxing matches and then let the internet fall for you. I mean, we're also. I mean, I feel like Jake has turned a corner more for me than Logan has, but that's my own Yeah, I don't really preference. know much about Logan. I mean, I just know that, like, Jake, like you said, like, doing some good things and looking out for fighters, maybe where promoters are not and stuff like that, but I don't know about all that. I mean, I, I don't know. He's, he's only sticking it, he's sticking it to people who could help out the fighters. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's something there, right? Sure. Like, it seems like he's going out of his way to try to look out for people that maybe he doesn't necessarily have to, uh, but this guy, um, just a clown. Uh, he's 20 years old. His name is Brent Tyler Alimany, which anytime your first name is Brent and then your middle name is Tyler, mm-hmm. like you're just born for trouble, yeah. right? Uh, he, went, he went into a Miami high school. So keep in mind, it's 2023. Uh-huh. Obviously, tensions are high. Walking into any school uninvited, unannounced is uh, frowned upon. Uh, he walked into the school and started engaging with students, telling them that he was creating a TikTok video and asking students where they go in the building to skip class and if they wish to smoke marijuana with him. Uh, this clown. I mean, like, yes, arrest this guy. Yeah. Get him off, college, you know, these high school and college campuses. Yep. Like, dude, other people are not your content, you idiot. But also, like, what, very weird content. What are you doing at a high school to begin with? First off, if you want to go find a bunch of losers that want to smoke weed with you, go to community college where we went, Mahoney. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We, we absolutely will 100% would skip class to, and for sure smoke to go weed smoke weed. Yes. 100%. Uh, but the uh, the campus had to be put on a code red lockdown. Officers had to respond. Uh, he was able to flee the campus before getting caught, but students were able to identify him pretty quickly through his, you know, TikTok. his TikTok page. So uh, he was taken into custody uh, the next day at his house, and he confessed he's facing charges, burglary and interference with an educational institution. So, again, maybe the book's going to get thrown at him, and good. Dave Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Trish is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? I've got some bad news for you, Trish. Mahoney is the smartest man in the world. Just ask him. I disagree with that. Wow. Uh, You know, the three prestigious community colleges that I have attended and ascended from have granted me a world of knowledge that I will put on showcase today. All right, if you could just leave, uh, Mahoney is going to leave the room and go to a soundproof space where he is not able to hear. You guys are going to be asked the same questions today. If you get as many or more correct than Mahoney, you are going to win today, Trish. Are you ready to go? Yes. And I'm not going easy on you, Trish, because you, you you're questioning my intelligence. Could so you, it's could you go. Just get low. Hey, I know I'm going to beat you. <laughs> you know what would be no easier mercy. than him just having to leave? He could just bring his like noise canceling headphones and. You know, put him on and continue to sit right. there. Sorry, okay. we're watching. We're watching him leave the studio now. Okay. There we go. He's All right, gone. Trish. So here is the, uh, the the way that this works. You get one pass today, and I would just encourage you to use it sooner rather than later, should you need it. Okay. Okay. Question number one: How many elements are there in the periodic table? Uh, how many elements are in the periodic table? You do have a pass if you want to use it now. No, I'm going to save that. You're going to say what? 
I'm going to save my pass. You're going to save right your now. pass. Okay. So what's your guess then? The closest number is going to win. How many elements in the periodic table? I'm going to say 48. Nowhere close. 118. 118. Oh, it's all right. So 48 is a guess there. Maybe he'll guess worse. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, question number two. What was the name of the video cassette recorder that was introduced before the VCR? Uh, it was the Go Video. No, I'm sorry. Betamax is what you were looking for there, the Betamax. Oh, Betamax, yeah. okay. It's all right. Here we go on to question number three. What is the state capital of New York? State capital of New York? Mm-hmm. Uh, New York. You do have a pass if you want to use it. Okay, let's pass. Okay. Uh, Albany is the correct answer. Albany, Albany is the correct answer. Okay. It's okay. Here we go. The uh, the pass is burnt. we got three more questions to go, so you can still get three correct. Which comic book movie was the first to reach the billion-dollar mark worldwide? Uh, can I? Can you repeat that for me, please? Yeah. Which, which comic book movie was the first one to reach a billion dollars worldwide? And I'll give you a hint. It came out in 2008. Uh, 2008? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go Spider-Man. Spider-Man's a good guess. Not correct, unfortunately. It's the Dark Knight. Dark Knight is what you're looking for. Dark All right, two, two more questions. Here we go. Uh, what meat is used in shepherd's pie? What meat? Uh, hamburger. No, let's let's break this down. Shepherd's pie. Shepherds tend to watch what type of animal? Oh, sheep. Yeah, lamb. Lamb. Lamb is in. I thought it was minced meat. It's uh, it's it's lamb is the primary meat in in proper shepherd's pie. Oh, proper. Yeah. Okay. All right. Final question here: Which crime boss was the head of the Chicago outfit? Very famous crime boss. Uh huh. Repeat that, please. Okay, what crime boss was the head of the Chicago outfit? A Chicago crime boss, very famous. Chicago crime boss. No. Al Capone. Al Capone, that's right. Little help there from the background, that is fine. You got two correct. Mahoney is going to re-enter the room right now. I'm going to put you on hold. Uh, thank you for playing today, Trish. Mahoney, you've got your work cut out for you, I'll tell you that much. Take your time. Take your time. Dave, my many okay. community college, college professors. Mm-hmm. Told me they were like, you're just too smart to be here. Is that what it was? You should just you should just move on. Okay. Question you're number one. You're wasting your own time here. How many elements are there in the periodic table? Oh man, I know this. I'm a pass. Okay. 118. Yeah. 118. Uh so since you passed, Trish is actually gonna get that point for uh for 48. All right. Um so here so we wait, go. she gets a point? Yeah, because you passed. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. Okay. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. Zero, zero. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. She needs the point. (laughs) Don't you worry about it. She needs the point. Question number two. What was the name of the video cassette recorder that was introduced before the VCR? That is the Betamax. The Betamax is true, and that's also, ironically, Mahoney's nickname. Did you not Big Big Hero 6 from mm-hmm. uh, Disney? Yeah. You ever that, watch that? I, I love that Surprisingly good. I'm shocked that they haven't done more of those They have movies. some spinoffs on. I know, I've seen the spinoffs as well. Not as good, though. The best scene from that is when uh, Betamax is drunk. Oh, yeah. I yeah. wish Betamax would have been the actual format that we used because the quality was far superior to VHS. Here we go on to question number three. What is the state capital of New York? Albany. Albany is correct. That is... Too correct for Mahoney. Question number four, what comic book movie was the first to reach a billion dollars worldwide? Came out in 2008. The first comic book movie to hit a billion dollars worldwide? Yep. That would be Iron Man. It's a good guess. It's wrong. Uh, It's The Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That movie was so good. You got two correct. You got two more to go. Okay. What meat is used in proper shepherd's pie? And proper, like you're saying improper? No, what what meat is used in shepherd's pie? The proper I've never eaten a shepherd's pie. Oh. Oh. I mean, you would think. You're missing out. (laughs) (laughs) Mutton? Which would have been like a mincemeat. That's what I thought too, but. Mutton. What is a mutton? 
Let's Google that. What's mutton? Because that could be what it, the answer is. It's a facial what style. It's a facial, facial, facial hair style. <laughs> it's, it's not. Mutton oh, is sheep. Oh, wait. Yes, mutton is sheep. that's right. That's correct. Lamb. Lamb, lamb. lamb. That is correct. Yeah, I know I'm right. Wow. Wow. That's right. Wow, dude. Okay, so I'll tell you this From much. From the paint. I you, never even knew what mutton was. You got three correct. Uh, Trish, with a little bit of help there, also has three correct. Okay. There's one more question to go. Oh, mm-hmm. no. It all comes down to this. Oh, mm-hmm. no, no. Win or loss for Trish right here. What crime boss was the head of the Chicago outfit? Al Capone. Dang it. Right. You doubt? You doubted me, Trish? Oh, man. Yeah, good job, Mahoney. Oh, okay. She called me, honey. We should give her tickets. Oh, because she called you, honey? You're suckers, man. I'm a sucker. Everybody calls me, honey. I love him. Did you call him honey, Trish? Is that yeah. what happened? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy yourself, honey. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, you've talked a lot about how you don't like snakes, and the leading reason that you don't like snakes is why? How do they move if they have no feet? And I don't. I know that there's, like, some actual answers about that, but just the general thought of them just wiggling like a worm Slithering and along. moving up trees. How do you get up a tree? How do you, what do you mean? Without feet or hands. How do you, what do you hold on to, man? Mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. I don't like it one don't bit. Like it. And also, you watch The Jungle Book. Hypnosis. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's right. It he does. was a hypnotic snake. <laughs> don't like it. Which is my porn name. <laughs> no, it is not. It is not. Uh, but man, it's not fair when snakes can swim as well. Ew, on top of the water? quickly, yeah, oh yeah. So I don't know how long ago this video was posted. I don't know if it was from this weekend or Memorial Day weekend or a year ago, but it's been floating around online and there's this group of people that are all on a boat and they see this large snake, probably at least three feet long. This is a big, it's a big, big snake. snake. And I don't know I mean, what It's not kind- like an anaconda, but- I mean, I've seen bigger. Of course you have. Like online. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, that's the magic of movies. Yeah, yeah man. Like the Angles. anaconda, the boa constrictors. Crazy. So this this looks like, I don't know what kind of snake it was. It looked like a rattlesnake. It was moving fast across this water. Rattles and, can swim on water? Dude, all, I think all snakes can swim. Ew. If you've never seen a water moccasin, those are terrifying mm-hmm. and super poisonous and everything else. But there's this group of people that are all on this boat, and it's got like a little swim deck on the back. And this snake is swimming towards their boat, and they start freaking out, understandably. Yeah. And then this boat really starts to freak out because the snake just straight up gets on it. <gasps> just gets have, on the boat. Do we have audio we from sure this? We sure do. Here it goes. Watch out, watch out. Oh, my God. Oh, watch out. Oh, my God. They're drunk as hell. Yeah, they're so drunk. You know they're drunk as hell. They're so drunk. But one guy decides that he's going to be brave and tries to get it off, like push it off the side with a fishing rod, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't work. And so then all of a sudden, they lose sight of it for a brief moment, or some of the people on the boat do. And this thing is straight up on the boat, and they are just melting down, and I would be too. My favorite scream from all of those screams was the guy in the back who just goes, One more time. Here it goes. Watch out, watch out. Oh, my God. Watch out. I can't believe it's been like 10 years or actually 15 years since we got Snakes on a Plane. Why don't we have a sequel, Snakes on a Boat with Samuel L. Jackson? This is David Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Worry is like a rocking chair. A lot of motion and it gets you nowhere. Bye. Message deleted. I mean, I think there's a level of, uh, you know, concern that you should have for things. Awareness, yeah. You know, because I... I man, I don't know how I fell down this weird wormhole on my algorithm for Instagram. Oh, I know because you're the world's most paranoid man. Go ahead. No, but it's of like people falling. Oh, like well, kids that's on like, like razor scooters, or maybe not kids, but like teenagers and people who should know better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like hitting their head and stuff. I was watching a baseball game sitting at a you know it's at an airport bar yesterday, and I watched I forget who it was like flip over the first baseman and land on his neck. So I'm like, I'm very concerned about, like, 
neck and head injuries now. You are, okay, again, uh, how, how I said you're the world's most paranoid man. Th these are people doing athletic things that you don't yeah, do. Yeah, but I used to do those things don't do all anymore. the time as a kid, Dave. Yes, like, but you don't do them anymore, even so you don't need about, to worry about that. Even thinking about this now, in retrospect, I'm like, man, I was doing, cr I was going crazy. I was riding my bike so fast. Doing crazy ass stuff no on it. No hands, no shirt, no helmet. And I'm like, you you fall off that thing, you hit your head. You you, mm. you want to hear a true story? It's like it's like, it's like a DIY lobotomy. So me and my buddy Sam were riding our bikes, and you know, rural Minnesota, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Even if you'd called for help, who knows how long it would have taken, type of thing. We were screaming down this hill, and he wiped out, and he hit his head hard mm -hmm. on the the asphalt. Yeah. And I rode up to him like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And you know how like your Nintendo back in the day used to glitch, and it would just sit there and kind of like shake. Yeah. That's what Sam was doing. He's going hang hang hang. Oh, no. oh, yeah, he's got a I was like, oh, concussion. my God. But, like, he was out of Word. it. But I've never, I mean, you and I have been around mixed martial arts for a long time and mm -hmm. seeing people get knocked out. I've never seen somebody going, hung, 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 We've hung, seen hung. maybe one. Wild. I mean, we've called probably a thousand plus fights. Also, Chris, why are you laughing at that so much, man? Because your noises you're making <laughs> kind of make it in the face you're doing. It's right also now. just because I remember playing Mike Tyson's punch out when that would happen. <laughs> That's so exactly like, what I was having a very vivid view of this right now. <laughs> man, it's sad that I got King Hippo, Hippo's body. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> that is the sound King Hippo made. That's though, exactly for real. what it was. This is before King Hippo. Maybe that's where the inspo came from. <laughs> Chris, I need you to do me a favor. You have history with Dave and Mahoney, right? So, the rest of the damn family, Dave and Mahoney family, have a history together, and we know intimate secrets about each other. Should you accept this challenge, this message will self-destruct in five seconds. Message deleted. So nope. he's asking for an intimate secret about you, Chris? Not uh, about you guys. Oh. He thinks I have all... Nope, nope, nope. Oh. See, I, I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement when I joined the show, so... Nope, not going to say anything. No, you know what's funny is That's that a ride or die right there. <laughs> I don't know anything. No, the yep. truth about Dave You can Mahoney, come on my third bachelor party, man. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> These guys honestly, like, share everything on the on the show. I don't think there's very many things that, that I know about you guys that you haven't talked about on the show. So there's really nothing that I could say. I mean, like, th some of my favorite Mahoney stories are, you know, when we did the, the game... What was it? Uh, a roulette game. Laxative roulette? <laughs> Laxative yeah. roulette, and Mahoney uh -huh. almost pooped his pants and had to drive to the gas st station to use the bathroom. That's a great story for another day. Yeah. Um, but Dave, on the other hand, the only thing that I can really say about you that you don't talk about on the show is that you never change a shirt. Like, Dave wears the same shirt every day. It's not the same shirt. It's, it's the, the same, same color shirt. shirt. How <laughs> dare you? It's definitely but the that's same. What you how, dare you, how dare you put that out there? Now everyone's going to think I'm the stinky guy that you has one shirt. You got the same shirt. one shirt you wear every day. You guys are awful. Yeah, do, um, gosh, I mean, do you have songs that you put on when you want to get in the mood to murder someone? I know that sounds really crazy, but like, not actually murder people, but like when you want to get in that mood, you know, that mood that, um, God, that's weird to think about. Do you know what I mean? Right. The murder mood message. When you're like super aggressive, like for me, it's yeah. when I'm in an airport, like I'm walking around the airport. I wear, I'm like, I know I'm a dick. Like I wear my sunglasses and I wear my headphones because here's the thing. Like there's nothing. I sent this. I sent a meme to Audrey yesterday. There's nothing luxurious about flying. Nothing. No. Especially like it's fun every now and then. Like if you're going on like trips and you're going somewhere. It's fun, fun if you're going to a fun place. It's, but a, if you're it's just the like, greyhound of the sky. Yes. But like I've traveled more in the last like three or four months than I have probably in my whole life combined. I'm traveling every week. I'm flying, every, I'm flying every week, so I'm spending a lot of time in the airports. So I've got, like, a very low tolerance. Like, this isn't fun. It's, like, fun when I get there, but, like, the, you know, the uh, act of flying and all that stuff, so you're, waiting you're, and being human cattle, yeah, you, they see a humanity. I wear my, I wear my sunglasses and I wear my noise-canceling headphones to try to, like, tone everybody out. But I swear to God, Dave, all I listen to when I'm in the airport, mm -hmm. like, when I'm, like, walking through is Limp Bizkit. 
I was gonna say it's gotta be oh, either Lip Biscuit or like Rammstein. Dude, oh, like, like, look at, like I swear, look at, look at my playlist. I it's just one see of those days. But as soon as I give me some to break, but as soon as I awesome until your ear pod pops out and you're just like, oh god. As soon as I get on the plane, though, then I switch to Led Zeppelin. This guy in a popsicle shirt over here listening to break stuff. He's gonna get into a fight at Spirit Airlines game. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present... Uh... We're going special curling pie? Fast, fast food freakout. Shut up and listen to my order. Jim is joining us for a round of fast food freakouts today. How are you, Jim? Pretty good. Tell us your favorite fast food restaurant. Mmm... I'd say... McDonald's. McDonald's is always always a good one, always a go-to. Mahoney, you've been to a lot of them. Uh, 36,722, actually 23, because I did stop at one in the airport Okay. Uh, as of this week. So good news, uh, Jim, is that Mahoney is the world's leading fast food uh, forensic expert. He can hear little things that most of us with just a common ear cannot. You are trying to get two out of these three correct. These are real-life freakouts that have happened in fast food restaurants across the nation, and you're just trying to figure out which fast food restaurant it is. Here is the first one. Uh, Let the whole thing play out before you make your guess. And again, Mahoney is here to help you out today. Good luck. This woman actually came back through the drive-thru after the manager called her a psycho on the phone, and this is the reaction. I mean, I just pay $25, and I come here five times a week. And then when you call me a liar, I was really mad. And then you call me a psycho just now. You're a manager, really? I'm a manager, too. I run a restaurant. I didn't, I don't do raw bacon. Okay, but what, is that, is that raw? Oh, it's not. Well, then eat it. I mean, I don't, I, my, my policy is I don't serve nothing I wouldn't eat. Find somebody in there that would eat this. It's raw. Would you oh, eat it? Thank no. you, sir. So I will give you another hint here. Uh, the thing that she was angry about. Right? No, the thing that she was, it sounds like chicken, but I don't want to mislead you. The thing that she was mad about that was raw was bacon. Ooh. Okay? Mm. Oh, Baconator. Burger so, King. Uh, that's, uh. So Burger King could be on the list, but it's not. It's either A, a Wendy's, B, an Arby's, or C, a Popeye's. Wendy's. Okay, Audrey, pretty emphatic. Wendy's. It's a Wendy's. Jim also saying a Wendy's. Is that your final answer, sir? It sounds like a Wendy's because they got the Baconator there. Didn't even have to tag Mahoney in. That is correct. Absolutely. You're on the board with one. Well there's, done. there's no chance that, that bacon's actually raw, man. You could eat it uncooked. Of course. It's you can. been cooked a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. It's that, yes. that kind that you get that's in the aisle somehow. Man, that. You can microwave for 30 seconds. Do you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? It's like, it's like that bacon from Subway. You're like. Why is this in a little metal bin? And how long has it been there? And just sitting, chilling. <laughs> All right, here we go on to number two. This Good is not irate customer hopping over the counter. Starts bagging up his own food while the workers are trying to fight him off. Here we go. As Cotton pointed out in the, in the chat, said, wow, this is intense. Is that A, a Burger King, B, a Five Guys, or C, a Chick-fil-A? Zero chance that's a Five Guys. Zero chance that's a Five Guys or a Chick-fil-A. No no way. Well, maybe it's Chick-fil-A. No. It could be a Chick-fil-A. There's a lot yeah. of people who go inside to Chick-fil-A's, me included. The Five Guys is way too open. Way too many grills. They will throw your ass on that grill. Cook you right up. And they will throw you in a bag with 8 billion fries and bury you. And now it's four guys. That's right. Uh, so I think, can we eliminate, Dave? Can we eliminate five guys? Yes. Five guys off the board. It's either A, a Burger King, or C, a Chick-fil-A. See, I feel like that was too crowded for a BK, but that's just me. That's, I, I feel like, yeah. I feel like you're right. I feel like this has some Chick-fil-A energy for whatever reason. Even though I don't know if we've ever had a Chick-fil-A on fast food freakouts before. I think we've had Chick-fil-A once and it was somebody melting down in the drive-thru and it was because they were so mad because the person just kept saying, my pleasure, my pleasure, my pleasure. Yeah. Even though they were mad. I asked someone at the Chick-fil-A please- the other day if they said that in their real life by accident and they do. Can they you, actually take that home with them. Play, so can you play a little bit of that again? Let's just sure. give it another listen. Yeah. Oh, no. It's 100% Chick-fil-A. You think it's Chick-fil-A? 100% Chick-fil-A. Oh, okay. 100% Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Jim going Chick-fil-A? Yeah. You win. Oh, oh, How did you get that? Dude, 
I said get that sauce. I don't know. You know it's you know it's a Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, There's man. no sauce that people are fighting over at Burger King. That's the true. onion rings, maybe, but no sauce. The Chick-fil-A sauce, yeah. it's a different story. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, you know that I love you, but I also think that you're a weird dude in the best way possible. Uh, but you kind of surprised me when you told me something the other day. It's that you still have this mystery box that showed up at your house. Mm-hmm. It's been, what, four, six weeks now? Long time. A couple weeks now, now that we're thinking about it. Yeah, the person who rented my house before me had something sent, and I reached out to them in many different ways. So I reached out to my leasing company because I'm running the house, and I let them know first. Hold on, let I- me guess how many Fs they gave. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Uh, Then I actually, you know, because the guy's got a pretty interesting name. uh, So I ended up finding him on Instagram for the first time, and he didn't respond there. So I went over to Facebook because, you know, there's plenty of people who have Instagram profiles. They just never check them. Right. But go to his Facebook page. Seems to be pretty active. Add him as a friend. Send a message. You added him as a friend? Well, because wow, if okay. you send a message. Yeah, and you're not friends. It, it just goes, goes to, to the like junk. that weird area, which a lot of people don't. So, like, at least there's this kind of, you know, the, the more of a chance that it'll go there. So, I sent him a message there and then actually downloaded Snapchat because I haven't used Snapchat. What, in- why do you care this much? I know that you said it was a weird-looking package and you didn't want it in your house. Yeah, but- it's just all beat up and it's been sitting there and, like, I don't think you can... Didn't you you say it looked like it had been sent from Russia? Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the guy's got a (laughs) Russian-sounding name. And whatever, man. It is what it is. Uh, It's fine. Uh, But I don't necessarily want this package sitting in my house forever because, I mean, what am I supposed to do with it? You can't open somebody else's mail, I don't think. But it's been sitting Uh, in my house for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks weeks now. Right? Like... I had a package that I knew was chocolate, and it was not for me, and I opened that immediately. How did you know that it was chocolate? Did you be- sniff it? Because it was like a seized candy like box on the outside, and I was like, wow, what a treat. Sorry, it sucks for you, but it was great for me. So what's funny is Life that- Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what's going to end up on your doorstep, or whatever Forrest Gump said. I recently got a uh, like an Amazon package for yeah. the previous owners of the house, and I didn't open it, mm-hmm. but I felt it to see if it was something cool. And I couldn't tell. I'm surprised you didn't open it because most of the time when it's an Amazon box, I just open it just out of habit because I'm like, oh, yeah, I must have ordered something that my wife did. I probably would have, but it was in the mail thing instead of the, like, regular just sitting Uh, outside of the door. So it was in the mailbox. And see, this is one of the reasons because I probably would have opened this box, but it wasn't an Amazon box. It's got some, you know, it's it's got a weird shipping label on it. The box is beat up. Where does it look like it's from? It's kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. as well. So I just don't know what to do because I've tried every so form. You've had, you've had no luck getting in touch with this guy. Right. And so you're trying to figure out what you're going to do in this situation. Yeah, what do I do? I, th- I think there needs to be like a statute of limitations. You've had this thing for, like I said, like it's got to be over Almost a month now. Yeah. yeah. Like Coming a month up. and a half. Sure. So I, th- I think you got to, at this point, just open it. I mean, we've talked about it on the radio, too. Can we play like what's in the box? Like, I want to be able to guess what's well, in this box. What What are the... Brad I mean, but legally, <laughs> though, I don't want to, like, commit a federal crime by opening somebody else's mail on this show. No, after after it's reached a certain point in time, and I can tell you this from my vast legal experience, uh, it becomes yours. That's law. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yep. I worked at a law firm as a runner for, uh, for one summer, and so I understand laws. Well, if anybody has any okay. real right, knowledge <laughs> of how this works, you can call us, 833-YO-DUMMY, leave a message. Yeah, if, if you actually do know how this works, uh, feel free to leave us a message. You can also text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. What should we do? But I'm, I'm curious what you think that we should do with this. Like, what is the statute of limitations? Because I think we've reached it, uh-huh. and I think we should open it. Uh, but, you know, maybe maybe cooler heads should prevail here. Well, we should maybe take some calls and yeah. find out what we should do, Dave. 833-YO-DUMMY is the uh, is the voicemail line. You can text us there as well. Would love your thoughts on this, but we're we're going to figure out what to do with this damn thing one way or another. Cuz the other the other option is to take it out into the into the desert and blow it up. Uh I can get behind that. I'm pretty sure that's legal. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Mahoney, I'm a grown-ass man. I believe I'm bigger than you, bearded single, but I have never been to Disney. And I am past my prime when it comes to that trip. 
So should I book a solo one? Message deleted. You need to go to Disney. Don't let any, like, stigma hold you back. No, I'll be the stigma right now. Don't be another weird adult Disney person. Why would you try to take away happiness? And here's the thing. It's not happiness. Here's no, the thing. The I'm a six foot five, two hundred and forty eight pound. Uh-huh. <laughs> I weighed myself Uh-oh. over the weekend. <laughs> two hundred forty eight pound dude, and I, you know, have, have the best time. But I see on a regular basis guys who look like the mountain from Game of Thrones who are there and having a great time. I see guys who are ninety nine years old who are having a, a great time there. Just go. Don't let other people's stigmas and judgment of you cloud your fun. Do what makes you happy. We only got one shot at this. It's too crowded. Get out of here, you weird. You just adult. don't know how to do it, Dave. I don't. Karen, I don't. I don't. I, you know what? I, I don't like the whole like I've got to go through thirty eight thousand steps to figure out how to do Disney. Well, you why could, can't you, I just you pay the just ticket go, price? You could just and go show with, up and there not be lines. You can go with me, and you can do that, Dave. It's called. You can. Uh, you can get like a VIP pass where you have yeah, to it's go like through five thousand dollars. Well, yeah, uh, you got to either cough up the five k. Or shut up. Or go with me, who knows all the tricks and tips, who can get you into all the lines. Oh. Fast. I don't like waiting in lines either, but I know Please how to do it. Leave a message after the tone. Question. If you had to take a road trip across the country together, who's going to be the first driver? Who would you not want to drive? Like, all the stuff. Who would you let control the radio? And who's going to kill each other? <laughs> All right, bye. Message deleted. Audrey's not driving, and she doesn't want to drive, so nope. that works out pretty well. She is a passenger, passenger princess. princess. Yes, I'm going to be bringing with me on my road trip a squishmallow and probably a blanket, and I will snooze in the back seat. But you are in charge of snacks. Oh, boo, that's done. done. Who's in charge of the radio, though? Because me. My, uh, no, Mahoney see, wants to be in charge. He wants to be, but I don't think we can I have the best no, no, playlist no, ever. We don't need to hear another crappy Beastie Boys be song from Disney 35 years tunes. ago. Yeah. No. <laughs> Beastie Boys and the Little Mermaid soundtrack. It Pass. would be. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I don't mean to ask you guys too personal of a question here, but have you ever done cocaine at work? At work? No, come on. No, but have you ever worked with people that are on like uppers? Because Absolutely. we used to work with a girl. It wasn't cocaine, but it was Adderall, and it yeah. was like 80 milligrams a day, and just like constantly and just cracked out. Snorting lines of it. Yeah. Dude, she had no teeth left, man. I know, Old man. crackhead. Uh, but, I mean, when you think about like bad jobs to do cocaine on, like you got to think that like working at a Sonic would be a pretty bad place to or be the best if you you're mean? on roller skates. Roller skates on cocaine Hell, while slinging them chili dogs, tater tots, and the occasional limeade. I actually went cherry to limeade. I know I went to Sonic not too too long ago because we were talking about cherry limeade. Yes, okay, so actually it wasn't that recent, okay. <laughs> but uh, not too too long well, ago. For the chili dogs, and I know for a sweet treat because I love my drinks. I tell you what, Sonic has tater tots to slap. They do, and they I do. did get some tater tots as well. They but I didn't know that they still came out on rollerblades. Do they really? Yes. I feel like in 2023, like, it's a little dangerous. Like, you put on skates or rollerblades or whatever. Like, that just seems like a lawsuit. I'll, way to I'll, take, a, I'll take rollerblades over somebody rolling out on a Razor scooter. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. Uh, but so, New Mexico Sonic employee was arrested after allegedly losing his bag of cocaine while preparing a hot dog. Oh. Like, how do you have cocaine and then, like... So haphazardly. Well, you're, you know, you're, 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 you you can't decide on whether you should put the white onions or the white powder. Yeah. You know. I hey, guess hey. when you're on cocaine, maybe a lot of cocaine, perhaps too much cocaine, you start doing stupid stuff. Was it Was it Denise Richards? Who was that? No, it wasn't. Rose McGowan. That's who it was. Yeah. That when her. she was going through it, like she would like forgot a whole bunch of cocaine on, on plane. the airplane. Yeah. Like, Rose, you goof. So, but was this a tiny baggie or was this like... I His mean, whole like like a like a sandwich. Bag I mean, he's people. making hot dogs at, at a Sonic. He's not gonna. He's not walking around with keys of cocaine. Yeah, yeah. So this fifty uh, four year old uh, was oh. arrested after a woman found a bag of cocaine inside of her order. Uh, Celine Gonzalez discovered the baggie after taking a bite of her hot dog Ooh. and had to spit out the baggie. Oh, like first off, hang on. You that mouth so, is numb. <laughs> you are <laughs> numby gummy. Uh, you are so interested in getting that hot dog in your mouth that you didn't notice the bag of cocaine on it? I mean, Dave, it happens. You got mustard, ketchup, onions, and then a little cocaine. A little cocaine, yeah. Here's the uh, the fun part. <laughs> Jeff did admit to investigators that the cocaine belonged to him, and he said that he had bought it from somebody 
in the Sonic parking lot. Hell yeah. Oh, man. What yeah. in the drug deal is going on? So you're like, hey, just meet me at Sonic. You buy your cocaine, then you just walk See, inside. He's probably, gonna get a, he's probably going to get away with this. You know, if you're buying cocaine in a Sonic Sonic parking lot, that is 98% baby, baby laxative. Yeah, there's no oh, yeah, way that that's sure. real cocaine, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, man, we are seeing some movies that are crushing it at the box office. You know, there's a lot of talk about whether or not, you know, the theater was going to make a comeback after COVID and, you know, all of the new technology and the way they're streaming movies much faster and everything else. Mahoney, this, this you know, early spring slash summer that we're seeing these blockbusters rolling out, there's some huge movies at the box office. Yeah, last year we didn't see the kind of, uh, you know, monster movies that we've seen so far. I mean, and we're as we continue to look at the rest of the summer, what we have lined up, I mean, it is blockbuster after blockbuster. Uh, and again, Dave, uh, we started with, you know, Fast and Furious. You got a live action Little Mermaid. This last week, the new Into the, Enter, Enter the Spider-Verse movie mm-hmm. just came out, and that... I, you know, I, I planned on seeing it this week, and I saw how much money it did over the weekend. Blew me away. $120.5 million. Producer Pajamas went and saw it, said 10 out of 10. I mean, the really first one was great, that. too. My wife does not like superhero movies, and she loved the very first Enter the Spider-Verse. So coming in at number two was The Little Mermaid, still yep. $40.6 million there. The Boogeyman was at number three. Guardians was number four. And then The Fast X coming in at number oh, five. Oh, forgot about Even forgot about Guardians, Guardians. also yeah. yep. releasing. We've got the new Indiana Jones movie mm-hmm. coming out. We've got a couple of Pixar films. And uh, I bought tickets for the whole show, guys, uh, at the uh, 70-millimeter IMAX theater, which is like the experience of experiences to oh, see the uh, Christopher Nolan film. Oppenheimer, which is about the yeah, atomic that looks bomb, amazing. So oh, I've wow. got, I've got, I've got tickets uh, for the not the opening weekend because that was sold out. So but that following Monday, I got tickets for Monday. The show. What time? Huh? Like eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Monday. You get the the, the early bird special whenever yeah. you go. Dude, that they early. were still sixteen dollars a piece. You gotta go on it's... Tuesdays. Most I don't know if the one you go to, but most Tuesdays that's their movie day and it's like five bucks. No, this one I, I checked. Uh, I checked all the prices. It's the, 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 this one. They're like, we know people are gonna come see it because it's IMAX seventy True. millimeter. But, uh, but those I are mean, the type of movies that will get you to pay that kind of premium price because they are feeling like blockbuster movies are back. It's not like these wimpy sort of need to release something. They hope to get some cash back post-COVID. Like, these are movies. Like, you just, just said, feels, Guardians of the Galaxy is ranked number four. Yeah, it yeah. just feels <laughs> big. is not even in the top five, and that's been an absolute smash as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and I actually love to see it, right? I mean, like, my kids are more fired up about movies right now than I've seen them in a long time. Like, but are you going? Yeah, like we, oh, okay. we went and saw Mario in theaters, and my kids hadn't asked to go to the theaters in a long time. And now they're like, you know, Little Mermaid they want to go see. There's just kind of Spider-Man they're going to want to go see as well. We just had so. to kind of forget the ick that we got. Yeah. Once you forget, once it's far enough in the past, for like whatever that ick and that that weird feeling that we all got whenever we were like having to sit near people because of COVID. Well, we I still, still have that journey. ick. I still don't want to sit near people, but they're making movies that feel like blockbusters Again, that makes no, you feel and, and the ick is gone. You can like reserve seats online in advance, and yep. then you can choose to sit as far away from the other people. Or as you possible. can do what I do. If it's is, a slam movie, though, you can't. You have no yeah, option. True, true. You know, I didn't really buy four tickets for all of us. You know, I mean, you guys are welcome to go. I bought four tickets. I was going to cancel three of them, so I, I, would, I had a last buff, second have a buffer of a yeah, yeah, couple yeah. seats. So make sure Smart. nobody sits next to me. But you guys are also welcome. Oh my gosh! Uh, so man, I really, really, really hope that Bam Margera can get some help soon. Uh, over the weekend, his brother got on social media said if. Anyone in L.A. knows Bam's current whereabouts or hotel, he might be in. Please call LAPD immediately. Did you see the video that Bam posted? Dude, it's, oh, it's like it's, he was like, I'm going to go down and smoke a bunch of crack until I die. Until I get my son back, and it's like, what a very weird way of attempting to get your family it's back. When together. you're on that kind of drugs and you're having, you know, obviously, you know, the amount of head blows that he had. You know, I mean, he definitely is suffering from uh, CTE on top of everything else. It's just sad, man, because he's a guy who, you know, a lot of us watched for so many years and, you know, we've and seen... And he was we, hot. I was obsessed in love with him. And we see the we see the other side of things. Guys like Steve-O who've really turned it around mm-hmm. and yeah. made amazing strides. Johnny Knoxville as well. Like, yeah. He's done great for himself. But yeah, it's just really sad. Just again, hope that he can get the uh, the help that he needs. He needs uh, his it. brother did follow up on that, said that he had been located and was 
was unharmed, but still really, really scary, scary. situation for Bam this weekend. Dave Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Are any of you claustrophobic or ever had your claustrophobia tested by being in a weird spot? Tight, cramped, dark, hard to breathe? Maybe? No? Message deleted. I tend to avoid those spots. I do not consider myself to be claustrophobic, but there are certainly points where I've had to, like, reach for things for my kids where you kind of get wedged and then you start to feel stuck and just kind of freak out. Those cave people, the cave, like, Dude, my brothers went those? caving this weekend in Tennessee. I'm like, what Why? are y'all doing? What, Why? Whatever caving? you're caving. Yes. So it's Spelunking. like splunking. Yeah. So you're going underwater even, trying to like shimmy your way no. through like super tight. That's how tight. you die. You ever seen the movie The, the Descent? Yes. 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 Like, that whoa. is the most terrifying thing ever. That uh, is yeah. my, probably over the thought of being in the ocean and like being stranded, that would be a hard and fast number two of top fears up for me. No, no, no. I'll tell you this. I never used to have any sort of fear of anything. Ever. I mean, like, legitimately. And now you fear everything. everything. But I will tell you this. As I have gained weight... And I'm in my garage, and I got to go throw something out Wait, in the are, trash can. Are these fat phobias? Is that Dude, what's going on here? For real. Are you fat? Are you scared of yourself? Yeah. Or like the well, things that you put yourself through? Because, like, having, like, I never, like, because when, when I was growing up, I was the skinniest, you know, I was 6'5", and I weighed 160 pounds. I was, like, disgustingly skinny as a kid because I didn't work out, and all I did was cardio all day, every day, playing volleyball and hockey. And now that, uh, you know, I'm about 100 pounds heavier than what I was then, trying to slide through into tight spaces, I'm like, this is just, I'm going to get stuck here, and this is where I die. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to die in my garage throwing away this empty pizza box. <laughs> stuck between a RAV4 and an Avalon. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. right. Please leave a message after the tone. If you guys all put a poll up that asked over the last seven days which one of you is the biggest ass during that time, who do you think would win? Message deleted. Oh, I was miserable over the last seven. I mean, when I'm sick, I'm the worst. My wife, like, anytime I'm sick, my wife hates me. And I don't blame her because I am the worst kind of sick person. Like, in general. Like, like her having to hear my texts and hear my calls and hear me complaining for the last few days... Mahoney, like, you're just a special person, though. Like, I mean, I feel whatever you get that way, I feel, do you wish your mother were there to take care of you? Yes, you're a giant infant just standing in the no, crib I, going, ah! I don't want anybody ah! to take care of me. I just want to be, I just want to sleep. I just want to just be left alone okay. and sleep all day, every day when I'm when I'm sick. I just want to be in bed. There's nothing worse than knowing I have to do something when I'm sick. And which, I, you know, the, the mothers who are out there who are taking care of, their oh, kids like, and they're sick. Like I never, so, I never Mahoney, saw my mom sick ever. This, this uh, same. I mean, yeah, my mom. You know, six kids, sure. the whole bit. Because uh, the moms out there don't have the luxury of doing it. No. A lot of dads are the same way too. Um, but man, like same thing. Like very rarely am I sick where I'm like down and out. Yeah. But that'll happen from time to time. And the look of disdain that my wife will give me when I'm just like, babe, I just she's need, not like, allowed to be sick. I know, and I'm yeah. like, I know, but I am. God. <laughs> 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 So what's that one liquor that immediately brings you back to a memory of a bad night and makes you want to vomit? Ugh. Mine is any form of vodka. I just can't do it anymore. Message yeah, I feel like vodka doesn't have a smell or a taste. Tequila. It, just bur- it has a burn. Tequila, man. Dude, Southern Comfort. Ugh. I was going to say SoCo. Anything with like sugary fireball. I mean, for me, just even a whiff of Seagram 7, which was the very first thing that I ever like over imbibed on, drank yeah. like a half a bottle when I was 16, 15 years old in high school and just, you know, blacked out and threw up for hours and hours and hours and hours. Like, even a whiff of Seagram 7, like, puts me over the edge. See, I'm pretty good at just forgetting, like, past traumas. (laughs) So, whenever I think of the first thing that I ever drank, it was Beef Eater Gin, and it was hot. It was, like, uh, one of my friend's, like, grandmothers, of course. And and it was, like, in their pool shed. It was, like, the the, the, the (laughs) janky, yes, man. And even still, though, today, I'm like, I could enjoy and imbibe on a good mixed gin cocktail. It's just anything that's warm, obviously. But some people drink... 
pretty warm, like scotches or bourbons or any of that. Like I just can't get down. Or even some of the mescals are being drank like Ugh. at a room temperature level. Spirits need to oh, be chilled. They yeah, have I'm to with be, you. man. Yeah. Like I cannot do any, and I could sip because being from Kentucky, I it can do okay sipping on bourbon. Yeah. But if it is hot and you're just kind of casually offering, that is instant. Like I'm salivating thinking about it, just wanting to puke. Oh, your stomach turns. Yeah, it does. Doesn't hot gin sound like the nickname yeah. of that drug dealer in high school that would sell you a bag of shake? Hot gin. <laughs> yes, hot gin. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, you and I have followed mixed martial arts and jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai and many other of the disciplines for years now. Decades now, yeah. Yeah, actually, now that you say it, decades, you're exactly right. And, you know, sometimes when you see raw talent, uh, you just know it. I mean, you and I were were there uh, for Ronda Rousey's first fight. And you're like, wow, this girl is special. And I mean, obviously, Generational talent. Yeah, I mean, with the Olympic training and everything else. But then you saw fight after fight after fight early on in her amateur career. And you're like, this girl is going to be a, a world champion. And sure enough, was. And then, you know, fell in love with her hands. And that was kind of the downfall. But um, there's other times where you're like, this person is obviously just taking fights that are perfectly matched for them. And you think about, you know, the Floyd Mayweather's of the world, and you'd argue that he's kind of earned that. I right? mean, yeah. I mean, he had one tough fight, uh, I would say, against Oscar De La Hoya. Then everything after that was literally just cherry-picked. Picked. Yeah. And, you know, he's made billions of dollars for it. So, you know, obviously, uh, yeah. But when you see it on a much, much, much smaller scale, because, uh, you know, Floyd Mayweather, whether you love him or hate him, and we hate him, uh, undeniable talent. I mean, world's best defensive boxer. No certainly. question. Um, but then there's other people who you're just like, what are you like? Okay, I'll just cut right at the chase here. Mark Zuckerberg. So we, we see him in these fights where, you know, he's in this jiu-jitsu tournament. Everyone's like, wow, it's amazing. He's winning this jiu-jitsu tournament. And then you're like, is he really winning? Or is this like the, the Chechenian overlord guy who's having his 15 year Yeah, same thing with Vladimir Putin. Yeah, doing like judo. Fight, fighting all these clowns. Yeah, and just Steven Seagal. Yes. It's, it's like the Steven Seagal. That's exactly what it <laughs> the is. The one-touch fall down. The, you know. You just look at him and they I fall I don't over. know. I mean, I get wanting to learn a discipline and learning jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu is, an, is, is a beautiful, beautiful art and, you know, very effective when it comes to self-defense in many ways. Uh, I just don't get what Mark Zuckerberg is trying to prove. So here's what I love about this. So uh, Mark Zuckerberg got choked out uh-huh. in, a, in a recent fight, and the referee stopped it. And, of course, Mark Zuckerberg, in traditional uber-dork fashion, starts complaining about it and whining that, he, that the referee had stopped the fight early. And so the referee was interviewed later about the the fight and they're like hey why did you step in he said i intervened because mark zuckerberg started snoring yeah i mean that is i mean anybody who has ever done mma jujitsu i mean if you if you snore i mean the the if you've got a depending on how that choke is in you could be out in like a second yes absolutely um, and, you know, of course, Zuckerberg and his coach came out and said, no, he was just grunting. He wasn't uh, snoring. Uh, but the referee, again, uh, you know, they, they tend to be fairly good at what they do. And so the idea that the referee mistook Mark Zuckerberg grunting for snoring, like, hey, man, being a mixed martial artist comes with the territory here. You're going to lose sometimes. Uh, absolutely. And uh, if I was that, uh, here's the thing, though. I don't know if I would roll if I'm on the, if I'm on the same level if, you know like we're like a blue belt or something like that same level as uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know if I'm gonna roll with this dude because if I do choke him out, like you do you really want do you really want like he's got access to like 20 years of Facebook records? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nope. He's, he's gonna go back and start letting your significant other know all the old bikini photos that you've liked. Yep. And stuff. Yep. Too too risky. Uh-huh. You go ahead, choke me out, Mark. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 